Welcome back to Divided We Stand. I'm Victoria Lang, along with Joe Aguirre and Mike Gadiosi. We have the COVID-19 update. Today's numbers, the U.S. has 5.6 million confirmed infections and more than 100,075 deaths. Worldwide, there have been more than 800,000 deaths and 23 million cases, and that's according to John Hopkins University. Um, Saturday, Georgia became the 10th state to top 5,000 virus deaths. Of course, Republican Governor Brian Kemp, who was among the first governors to ease earlier restrictions in the spring, highlighted the downward trends in the past week. He's also been on social media trying to get people to wear masks and do the right thing, but it's clearly not working. This is absolutely absurd. 5,000 deaths in just one state. Like that, I... Mm. I can't even fathom that. And I just feel like in Connecticut, things seem bad. I can't even imagine living over there. How would you like to be the Republican governor who for months told your <laughs> constituents that this is a hoax? Don't exactly. sweat it. You actually sued the mayor of the two biggest uh, cities in your state. And now you're like, oh, no, bad, bad news. Died. Wear a mask, everybody. Trust me on this one. You know, and obviously there's uh, the, the big story coming out of Florida now. Uh, a six-year-old girl in Palm Beach County passed away. Mm -hmm. And he has been actively trying to open up Palm Beach's schools. So I don't know, Ronnie, maybe tap the brakes. Seriously, wow. kids are all clearly not the virus stoppers like that has been said like hundreds of times. This is absolutely absurd. So along with that, there's also wildfires that are continuing in Northern California right now. Hundreds and thousands of people are losing their houses, and this could not come at a worse time in the middle of a pandemic. Of course, Trump gave some aid and stuff like that. But my question is, when is our second stimulus package coming? Because clearly that is going to be really helpful to people over there, especially because the pandemic is like like 10 times worse there's obviously two different strands of the virus we don't even have the same strand over here could this come at a worse time well they're yeah. still they're still bickering about it uh in congress they just the house came back and passed uh, a 25 billion dollar well that's actually for the postal service i mean uh uh that was yeah. supposed to be going for uh coronavirus relief but they tapped in that 25 but now it's going to go to the senate and i guess they're going to bicker about it over there as well so who knows when this uh, relief is going to happen? I'm going to dress as the, semi, uh, the second stimulus package for Halloween because that <laughs> night I also won't be leaving the house. <laughs> yeah, see what I did there? It's, it's a good one. I, I should have put the drum, uh, the drum beat on there for the joke there. I'll take a late one. Well, let's see. Uh, uh, hold on a second. Uh, where was it? Oh, rim shot. There you go. There <laughs> it is. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all week. I got to be better prepared. Yeah. Yeah, look, this is uh, this is bad that we're where we're at. Uh, obviously, Congress couldn't come back to negotiate the money to extend unemployment benefits for the nine bazillion people that are out of work. But they did come back to unnecessarily pass legislation to fund the USPS, which is fine and dandy, but apparently USPS has the money that they already need. So what are we, what are we doing here? What is even happening? This I find concerning. I don't know why. Exactly. I heard this was a thing, Mike, where they were just taking uh, the blue boxes where you dump your mail on the corner and that they're, they're just dumping them. them. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I was looking this up here too. That picture went viral, and it's it's basically a picture taken in Wisconsin, as you said. Not a, a collection, uh, mailbox collection boxes being uh, stored away so people can't send in mail and ballast. These boxes were going back for uh, refinishing and repair. Uh, and there's even pictures from like Google satellite or maps that show these t- uh, piles of mailboxes going as far back as like of uh, August, May, uh, July, August of last year. So this is not some kind of uh, uh, strategy, but, you know, Trump's trying to steal the election kind of crap and everything. This is, again, going viral because people are scared. and People are thinking, see, look what's happening. Oh, my gosh. No, this is not what's happening uh, you know, take it easy, folks. Uh, no one's trying to steal any elections here. Well, I don't know if anybody's not trying to steal an election, but well, yeah, maybe, maybe, well, they might just well, not be using the post office to do well, it. <laughs> maybe, maybe Democrats, maybe. Hmm? Well, look, I don't know about um, all that. <laughs> once again, you've got the president of the United States suggesting that every move the Democrats make is some sort of hoax. And we're this trying all, to rig the election. Right. This is all created because Nancy Pelosi's so stupid that this would be the way that she would go about it. You know, oh. as opposed to, I don't know, doing some kind of side underhanded deal with the Russians. That's one way you certainly could go if you were yeah. to go anyway at all in this. I mean, I, I, I would ask the question, and then I think, Mike, you know, I'd especially like to hear your answer to it. Um, I know this week I shared with you guys the Republican-led Senate Intelligence Committee uh, found some pretty disturbing stuff in their report. Um, and, and while it still falls a little bit short of actually, actually proven collusion, I, I read in their report that there were over 140 unreported contacts and here i was saying 102 for all that time <laughs> apparently i was wrong they had far, far surpassed it uh we also learned more information about the trump tower meeting in june of 2015 yes. with uh natalia alaskaya um whatever her name was so so a lot more information has come out it certainly looks like the the trump campaign told the russians wink uh, and, and while there may not have been an actual quid pro quo, it's clear that they that they did what they had to do on their end. What what the payment is in the future, I don't know, but let it not be lost on anybody that the Russians desperately want Donald Trump to beat Joe Biden in this election. So I don't know. You know, do I want do I want to vote with the Russians, Mike, or do I want to vote with the Chinese and the Iranians? It's a tough call there with the axis of evil. Seriously. Well, it's like I said, I think I alluded to this in the group chat that, well, um, this, you know, Russians have been meddling in our elections for years. It hadn't, didn't start in 2016. They've been doing it for a long time. Well, they'd also uh, been training Paul Manafort on how to do it in the Ukraine going back well, to about 2008. Thanks for making our point for us, Mike. Well, no yes, problem. I'm, like, happy, I'm happy to be <laughs> I'm very happy to oblige, but the, but they haven't been. It's it's not something that is is a hidden secret. I mean, I, I even I admit, yes, they've been meddling for years. However, the case uh, none of this makes the case that Trump actually colluded with them to overturn the results of the election to his favor. None of that was ever proven. So yes, all this information comes out, but yes, does it still incriminate Trump? Is it new evidence to incriminate Trump? No, it's the same old song and dance. 
It was a Senate, a Senate yes, I know Republican led yes. intelligence yes. committee. Yes, I know. And that. where where you might have thought they would have taken this opportunity to completely put this thing to bed. What they ended up doing was just remaking the sheets uh, and and throwing a, a piece of candy uh, mint on the pillow, Mike. Of course, of course, they are. You know, Democrats are not the only ones that hate Trump. You got you got Republicans who hate oh, the guy too. You know, so again, like I said, yeah, the, it is a Senate report. I understand where it came from, but again, it doesn't shed new light on this uh, Russian collusion thing. It still hasn't proven that Trump actually. Turn, overturn the results in his favor. It, the, the report, the Mueller's report, never had any evidence of that. So, fine. If they want to, you know, continue to say so, that's fine. Until you come up with evidence, I'm not going to change my tune. Well, Paul Manafort specifically, Carter Page obviously being another one, and Roger Stone being yeah. the third guy, those were all indicators to the Russians. I feel like you're shaking your head in agreement on this, that, Maybe. that the Trump administration— <laughs> Maybe I am would at least be down to play ball, or at least to give the appearance that yeah. they might be willing to do a quid pro quo. Again, there's been no evidence one's been found. Right. But I think by virtue of hiring those three guys, particularly in your campaign, you certainly were, <laughs> you were certainly making it obvious you wanted uh, someone to take you to the dance. You know what I mean? You right. were you were willing to play ball. Look, I, you got to concede. I think that much. I'm gonna yes, I I will say maybe that's the case. But until you show evidence that that really happened. I mean, I could, I could buy that. Let's put it that way. I could okay. buy that. I'll take it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, anyways, you're so completely right about Republicans not really being the biggest fan of Trump, because even after he was tweeting, he called the controversy over the Postal Service a hoax and told Republican lawmakers to vote against it. But over two dozen House Republicans joined all Democrats in voting for the bill, and it passed by 257 to 150. And as you can see, this was clearly him as soon as he heard that. <laughs> <laughs> that is grumpy face Trumpy right there. Yes. yes it is. He was not happy about <laughs> Joe caught that. Did you catch that? I Joe? did. You're a lying dog faced pony soldier. <laughs> I really I I would love to see the two of these guys. I was gonna say get in the ring, but I don't really mean like in a fight. I'm not on right, a debate right. stage, so I won't so say I. get in the ring together. I guess what yeah. I should say is get on a debate stage uh, and and let's have it out. But I would say this, Mike, and I, you you make the joke uh, often. I just have to I, – I don't think that Donald Trump running as the more cognitively aware person is the best strategy I would take. That's just me. Right. I could be wrong. But, again, if I'm Joe Biden, I'm not leading with, like, you know, sexual perversion because, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, if I'm yeah. pointing one finger at you, I've got three pointed back at me. So exactly. they're going to have to leave some of the creepiness to talk out of here. Right. I think you're going to see, uh, you know, there's certain areas. But but why Trump continues to beat that drum, I mean, he's he's one moment in the middle of a debate away from proving what a lot of people suspect. And so he's playing with fire, which is which is dangerous. I mean, you could, you, you, that could be true, and I'm I'm agreeing with you when you say that I'd love to see a debate with these two because I would. I'd love to see them get on the debate stage and uh, talk it out or duke it out, not physically, but uh, with words and with the ideology. You know what I'm saying? 
Victoria, why don't you uh, why don't you shut out Robert's comment? Uh, Rob Benjamin <laughs> nailed it with that one. Even Mike likes it. Guy with a mail order bride would have a little bit more respect for post office, and that is completely true. I was on. I think it was like the Independent or something this morning, and there was this video of like Trump trying to hold Melania's hand, and she kept being like. She does not like, she does not like when he touches her. That is pretty obvious. Also, uh, I don't know if you guys saw what, what Melania did to Jackie Kennedy's. I mean, my goodness, this foreigner living in our White House literally destroyed everything that Jackie Kennedy had planted in the Rose Garden. What? I didn't hear about that. Is that true? Really? Oh, yeah, Mike, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's the latest liberal, like, <laughs> left-wing outrage of the week. Well. Uh, real quick, Victoria, initially, my wife showed me that, and I was like, so? And I thought about it. I was like, so? And then I thought about it, too, and I was like, okay. But for Trump being someone, he literally just questioned Kamala Harris's, like, even, like, being born in the United States. But then he's, like, mm -hmm. sitting here, and Melania's, like, digging up. She's, like, pulling out all the weeds from the garden as he's, like, tweeting <laughs> shit. It's just, like, when you really think about it like that, it's like, wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Go on, go on with your bad selves, but I don't know. What here's to do. another. Here's another good comment from the uh, the peanut section. Uh, Jackie wouldn't piss on Melanie if she were on fire. I'm sure you meant Melania, but Melanie. I think Melanie is funnier. Um. Yeah. That's not. Look, you know, I I think for people who really adore tradition and you know that whole thing. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to say that was like kind of a nasty thing to do, but I don't know. Initially, like I said, I thought like, oh, come on, who cares? Is that the end of the world? And then I thought, well, goodness gracious, like Jackie Kennedy planted rude. that. And you were yeah. like, you know what? Just some plain white flowers on a bush. That's all we need. That looks better, doesn't it? <laughs> it's absurd. <laughs> absurd. I'm still laughing but, at Robert's comment, though. That was good. <laughs> nice play, Robert. The say. exact tweet that actually got taken down was representatives of the post office have repeatedly stated that they do not need money and will not make changes. This is another hoax by the Democrats to give $25 billion unneeded dollars for political purposes without talking about the universal mail-in ballot scam that they are trying to pull off in violation of everything that our country stands for. Vote no to the Pelosi, Schumer money, wasting hoax, which is taking place now. Then fight 51 million unasked for ballots. Only absentee ballots are acceptable. This is just non-sensory. It's non-sensory. Mike. Well, in what I, way? Like, like what? in what way? How, like, because what how is this a hoax? How? I just want to, like, can you put some kind of why, why would the, Well, why, like I stated earlier in the show, why would the Democrats uh, support $25 billion for the post office rather than coronavirus relief? What does this have to do with coronavirus relief? I guess the thing is that we have plenty of money to be able to fund both. And I don't think that people are necessarily asking for $25 million billion dollars to the post office. I think that people just 
want to be able to vote and not worry about their voices not being heard. And obviously we're seeing all these pictures of all the mailboxes locked up and stuff like that. I think that that is why these protests for USPS and the mail service are happening. You know what I mean? I don't think it's actually about the $25 billion. Well the, well, the hoax I believe he's referring to is just that the mailbox is being locked up in some storage yard somewhere in order to suppress the vote. And I, I don't think that's the case. And I don't believe that's the case, like you're seeing right here on the screen. You don't this think is, what they're oh, talking about goes more that? than just that? I mean, they're literally taking sorting machines out. They're cutting the hours. Literally. They're literally trying to make yeah. it so that the post office won't be able to handle the influx of ballots well, they're going to get in November. That's the point, is that people are literally losing their jobs who are in the Postal Service. They're getting their hours cut because of this. You know what I mean? So that's why we need to make yeah, sure that no funding is getting cut, that this kind of stuff is not happening. Do we have any proof that that's why they're doing it? I mean, we have the pictures, we have the story. Oh, my God, Mike. Are we going to start playing this game? Like that? Are we going to play this game with you now where, like, the most obvious reason for why somebody, you're like, well, not all the evidence points at that. What would be, I'll tell you what, Mike, I'll tell you what I'll do for you because I like you a lot. I will tell, (laughs) I will ask you, what would the other reason be? Well, I'm going to read it right for you from an article from The Hill. It says, USA Today, their own fact checkers discovered that the image in Wisconsin that you just showed was, in fact, taken uh, actually to show that Hartford Finishing was a company that specializes in powder painting systems. They fact checked this to see if that was the case, if this were due to voter suppression. That's not what it was. USA Today said it wasn't. So Trump literally said, if we take money away from the USPS, they won't be able to count all the votes. That's literally words that he said. Yeah. Okay, well, if he said that, then I I disagree with that. You disagree with Trump for saying it or that he said it? That he said it. Well, he did say it. For him thinking that this is a hoax is because Democrats are requesting early ballots so they can vote and stuff like that. A tactic that Republicans have been using for years. But when the coin is flipped, he's calling it like a hoax and it's like an outrage. Mike, hold on. True or false, Mike? True or false? Um, People who who mail in ballots generally vote Democratic. And not all the time. I would say it's false. You're, are you, all right. Not specific. I'm, I'm, You're saying 100% Democratic? No. no, I don't believe that. I did not say 100% Democratic. Okay, but I don't. I, I think will, that's a false statement. I'll play the semantics game with you. Um, would you agree, statistically speaking, and I can show you the stats if you need to see it, that more Democrats vote by mail than Republicans? Well, show me the stats. I didn't even know that. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll pull it up for you. Pull and up stats. I have no problem with that. Like uh, some old music or something on here while you're doing. That? I didn't. I didn't think. I didn't think of of doing that. Well, uh, I don't know. Can we do that for copyright purpose? I can't really do that. If I, I was going to play that, yeah, I was going to play that. I had that. <laughs> I was going to play that, but I don't know about copyright stuff. So. Well, also, 
DeJoy said Tuesday that he would suspend some changes at the Postal Service until after the election to avoid, to avoid the appearance of improperty, but Democrats said they also wanted him to commit to reversing changes that are already made. And I just feel like that is something that I also wanted to touch on, because it just seems like anything that's already been done now, they're like, all right, it's already been done. It's too late. It's too late for that. I guess we'll, I guess we'll halt some other things if y'all are really that mad. But I really don't think they're going to do the, I don't think they're gonna <laughs> do the changes, but yeah, okay, fine. If you want to stop going forward between now and the election that's fine i hope so <laughs> but uh joe's still waiting for those uh my uh my Should... internet's a little slow but uh i'm fast <laughs> and furiously working on this i had the numbers I I earlier can we can I'm... we do the, oh, can, can sure we do the jeopardy theme song i don't think we can i could do it right now but i don't think i want to do it if you could do it slightly off beat i bet you we could get away with it uh, let's. By the way, we are live on YouTube for the first time. Yeah, we're live on YouTube. Uh, that's, that's as far as I'm gonna go you with that. that. Oh, I didn't know that. We are. Oh, I did not know that. Isn't that what Johnny Carson used to say? I did not know that. I did not know that. That is oh, wild. Good. Good. We're on YouTube. Nice. Welcome to all the, those watching on YouTube. By the way, Be very excited for the YouTubers. Um, I saw it earlier. It was something like uh, fifty take, something percent of of, of Democrats. Uh, said that they were going to vote by mail, and about 27% of Republicans had the same plan. I'll actually, I'll, I'll find it and I'll put it in the in the Fine. notes at some point here. Uh, or if somebody wants it, wants to do me a solid, that would be really awesome. Is, is but, Tyler, Tyler here? Maybe Tyler. I'm sure if Tyler's watching, he could bang that out for us real quick. But again, I mean, you know, Donald Trump knows that mail-in ballots are bad news for him. And he's been very specific that he's not talking about absentee ballots that are being sent from the military. So he's he's been very clear which ballots he's talking about. It's the ballots that he doesn't think are going to have his name inside of it that well, he doesn't want to see make then, their way to the post office. Then you can understand, then you can understand his reasons for saying, no, we don't want to do it. If more Democrats vote by mail, I mean, I'm sure it'd be the other way around. If statistically more Republicans voted by mail, I guess Joe Biden would say, no, I don't want it. What's it? So nothing wrong with that, right? I mean, of course he's going to be against it. Joe Biden just said he would shut down the country if he had to. In he the said, event if science told me to, I would shut it down. And it's like, that is the perfect, that is like the perfect thing that he could say right, right. now. Right, I mean, you're that talking about one person. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're talking about one person who, who lives in, in, in reality, a creepy reality maybe, and another one who yeah. just literally, I mean, I, I suppose we should probably talk about uh, Mary Trump. Yeah. Let's oh. Have you heard? Have you heard any of the uh, illicitly recorded audio uh, of of the president's sister talking about how someone took his SATs? I did not hear about that. That's you might want to watch it. I listened to a whole bunch of that stuff last night. Yeah, Mary Trump being taped, um, uh, uh, hour long interviews um, where where she basically spilled the tea uh, on the spilled fact that the, the president. Uh, yes, sir. And as if that weren't bad enough for President Donald Trump in this re-election time, a California Superior Court judge ordered him to pay $44,100 to our homegirl, Stormy Daniels. Loves it. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. This has been a bad week for the Donald. It really like, has. Look, like, I, yeah. I, this, is, this is news to me. I did not hear about this. Uh, but that's, uh, I'll have to look this up. Mike, there. I yeah. think it's because 
um, don't take, I don't mean this in a mean way, but I think, um, you know, when you're getting your news from the far right, I think there are certain things that these guys don't want you all to know about. And yeah. I think go out of their way to make sure that you guys don't hear about that stuff. But I it's mean, true. I, I just don't get it from the far right. I go, I go both ways there, Joe. Well, I swing both ways, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you made it worse, Mike. Somehow you made, made that expression worse. worse. Nice job. I like. I think you made it better. <laughs> yeah, I made it better. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. I'll watch news on both sides. So, I mean, like I said, I'll look into this further. I mean, hey, you know, I, I never gave Trump a pass on this show. You know that. If he's done something wrong or illegal, says something stupid, I will say it's stupid. And if he did something illegal, I will say he should go to jail. You know that, Joe. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm um, not, I, I told you, I'm not. The, you've never seen me wear a MAGA hat or anything like that on this show. I'm, I'm at the point, like, so Thank here's, God. and here's, here's just another really fascinating, you know, the president is now accusing infiltrators from the deep state at the FDA to slowing down <laughs> vaccine testing. Okay, I mean, well, literally killing here's, people. <laughs> here's my question. Here's my question. Does he have proof? Show it. If you have it, just any proof would be amazing, wouldn't it? I, like I literally you, anything. You make a statement, you don't have nothing to back it up on. Well, that is kind of crazy to say that. If you get proof, then yeah, show it. Trump says the deep state or whoever over at the FDA is making it very difficult for drug companies to get people in order to test the vaccines and therapeutics. Is that what that, yeah. Trump tweeted on Saturday, obviously that they're hoping to delay the answer until after November 3rd. And Pelosi responded that the FDA must approve drugs or vaccines based on their safety and effectiveness, not political pressure from the White House. And I could not agree with anything more. I just feel like it is poisonous. It is toxic what Trump is putting out and what his supporters are hearing because it is literally killing people. Well, again, people believe the things that he's saying and it gets worse and it gets more insane by the day and you have two choices mike right you can you can believe him mm -hmm. or you can pretend that you believe him and know the difference but you have to sort of play along because that's yeah. what is expected of republicans right now and well, it's I, uh, it's sad it's like it, I said, it, it makes a statement like that he's got to have proof to back it up he should provide some kind of evidence that well yeah they're actually slowing it down because of political reasons i've not seen proof of that yet I mean, I can't, I can't just take Trump at his word because he tweets it. You know, like I said, sometimes he'll tweet things that I'm like, cringe. Oh my gosh, why did he say that? Uh, but if he can, if he can back it up with evidence, um, then I'll believe it. Like the three and a half, three to five million illegal uh, votes that happened for Hillary Clinton in 2016 yeah. that he said that nobody ever was, despite the fact he put together a whole panel of people who were, again, a whole panel of his guys, Mike, who went out and found nothing 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 well then i, I won't mean, believe it until they do which but they're I never going it. to i'm pretty sure going, that they that. stopped so but again that, but. so but but again look mike it's easy to still say there was like three three to five million illegal right. votes for hillary in the 2016 election and i hear people say that all the time especially when i bring up the fact that she won by what three and a half million votes right i mean yeah. that's popular why that's vote. that's yeah. right the popular vote that's why that's why that's the specific number that they picked was because they wanted him to be the winner of the popular vote which is hilarious um and again <laughs> don't let it be lost on you that i know everybody wants to talk about well the elite east coast cities she crushed him in the popular vote 
that was the worst beating anybody took in a popular vote and still ended up winning the Electoral College. So any suggestion that, that you know, the America was overwhelmingly in favor of Trump is just hogwash. Exactly. It was a strategic victory, uh, again, probably aided in some part by foreign adversaries. You can't feel good about that. But look, that's neither here nor there. The the fact of the matter is, uh, and I will give Trump some credit, uh, Operation Warp Speed is moving full steam ahead. They're trying to get a vaccine for COVID by November 1st. And um, unlike grabbing by the pussy and the Wikipedia uh, the Wikipedia uh, hackings, this time around, uh, the October surprise might be a vaccine from Donald Trump to you uh, in time for the election. Because I believe at this point, and, and, and Mike, tell me if you think I'm wrong, as COVID gets worse and worse and worse, if this guy doesn't have a cure, and where are we at, 175,000 dead? Figure we could yeah. be at we could be over two hundred thousand by election time. If that's the case and there's no vaccine, you could pretty much forget about seeing the White House again for at least eight years, if not more. You know what? Oh. That's the thing. I genuinely really feel like it did not have to be like this, though, because in other countries, there's there's not a vaccine. There's no whatever. But somehow it is not it's where they're not in the midst of a pandemic anymore. Like we've kind of figured out a way to suppress it without a vaccine. So I just feel like if he would have just done the right thing and enforced the right thing and not made things political, because as you can even see in like a place like Georgia, even like they have a Republican senator. And I think that the reason that the state reopened and all of the things that are happening, there are 5,000 deaths in one state. It, a lot of it I, is politically motivated. And I just feel like as long as we threw that out the window, he wouldn't have to worry about we need a vaccine by October. We wouldn't need to do any of that. Do you know what I'm saying? As long We could have just kept it under control without having that be necessary. And I also saw this thing, and I want to know what you think about this, because I don't know if they could actually enforce it, but it was something about them, like, it being mandatory for some jobs to have to get the COVID-19 vaccine. Is that possible for them to be able to enforce that? That's a good question. Uh, I mean, if they do a mandated vaccine, how would they enforce that? I mean, they're just going to come burst it into right. your house with a needle and stick it in your arm or something. But Well, I think it would be like you can't return to like your yeah. job or you, you can't, can't return to school or work. Well, they, or I've, heard, I've heard some cases where it's like if they do have a mandated vaccine, you can't – if you don't take it, you can't go in a grocery store. You can't go buy this or that or the other thing. So, For anybody who's concerned about taking a vaccine – they're already tracking you with your phone. Oh, yeah, they are. And with, <laughs> and with that number they assigned you at your birth, your Social Security number. Mm -hmm. uh, so don't sweat it. They're already, there's no chip going in because they've already got your chip and it's already yeah. being tracked. So That's calm down. That's not a concern, though, because there was a... I saw this tweet, and this is the thing. I do not know how factual this was, but it was talking about the COVID vaccine or whatever and the trials that happened in UK. And they said that over, I think it was 63 women became infertile after getting the shot. And obviously that was just like a test, whatever. But I know that like people are not necessarily 
necessarily scared about being tracked, but maybe, I guess, like, kind of just we don't know how developed the vaccine is. We don't know how it could affect our bodies. Even people with, like, the flu shot, like, honestly have died from getting the flu shot, you know? So I just feel like that is the concern if it became mandatory that we had to get it. Because you don't know how it's going to affect everybody. Well, I don't think they're going to make it mandatory until they at least can prove it's a, a safe, you know, they're fast-tracking. It is, is possible. It is still, but it's, it no, no, no. You can make it mandatory, I mean, I suppose, to a certain extent. Again, in, in times of, and we've talked about this on many shows over the past few months, in times of crisis, you'll be you'll be uh, stunned if you actually do some research to find out what the government is able to make you do and, and can get away with if they can prove that it's, uh, you know, in the best interest of public health. So you're going to lose there every single time, unfortunately. Wow. Unfortunately, yes. I'm just thinking about like this mask mandate. Imagine, imagine the uproar if people were had to get this vaccine. Anybody here have the measles? No. I had it a long time ago, yeah, when I was young. Yeah, because you're old. See, I didn't yeah. get the measles, Mike. They, the measles were done by the time I came around. What do you got, like four years on me, dude? Uh, I probably got more than that, I think. I'm just playing. You probably got like good eight or nine, ten oh, maybe on me. Well, Point is, look, when I was a kid, we got the we got the measles. So we got yep. the measles shots and, and none of us had none of us got the measles. Uh Victoria, you didn't get the measles? Nope. No. See Mike did. Mike I, did, and then we were like, no pox. more. And now mm -hmm. we don't. Oh, see, I, I had chicken pox. I had a little chicken pox scar on my cheek from when I was a boy. I had that, too. I had yeah, yeah. Pox. Boy. You didn't even get chicken pox. So now, nope. now you're going to get COVID. <laughs> this is your generation's <laughs> thing, your I suppose. Your I know, nasty we got, virus. We got the no, I'm kidding. I hope you don't get COVID. Yeah. That was a terrible joke. I hope um, so well. But look, fact <laughs> of the matter is, is look, we, we already take vaccines, and we... You know, again, look, I have a daughter who's autistic, so believe me, if there was any link to vaccines and autism, I would be the, the world's biggest nutcase screaming about it. It's just not true. There was one manipulated study once that ever drew a link. It's been more than debunked, and that guy's not even a scientist anymore. He works at a Denny's now. So don't no. sweat that. You're not going to hear much from him anytime soon. I made that up. I don't know really where he's, where he's working. But um, fact of the matter is, is vaccines are safe. The FDA is not going to push something through that's not safe. And they certainly, um, if it causes you to grow a third arm, they're not going to make it mandatory. Hey. <laughs> but if you arm. want a third arm, there yeah, you go. Could be, could so be helpful. We <laughs> shall see. <laughs> Now oh we're going to throw it back to 2017. And I know Mike is probably, he's probably sweating right now because this no, show, no. as I was writing it, I was like, I really am coming for Trump, aren't I? Aren't I? But this week has just really not been good for him. He has not, he's not done anything to change my mind. So um, back in seven or back in 2017, just days before his inauguration, Donald Trump claimed that he was more in tune with the African-American community than a group of prominent civil rights activists, including the son of Martin Luther King Jr. President Trump reportedly said at a private Trump oh. Tower meeting days before, oh, I already read that. <laughs> Mike's like, I'm not even taking the bait on this, but go ahead, oh. keep reading. <laughs> said, and I quote, many blacks didn't go out to vote for Hillary because they liked me. That was almost as good as getting the vote, you know, and it was great. Trump, then president-elect, said in an audio meeting, which was also confirmed by other news sources. 
So basically, he was like, there were black people who didn't go out to vote for Hillary. They weren't going to vote for me. So but they must the fact have that they stayed home, he took as an indicator of their support. Yes. Even <laughs> though, like, black women, specifically black women, are, like, such a market. And, like, you literally cannot win without them. And, like, there's been so many studies to prove that. And, like, this is absurd to me that he is, like, I am more in tune than Martin Luther King Jr.'s son. And I know more about this. Now, so that, that is something I, no, I have a hard time with that one because I'm not going to believe that even Trump does not have the, uh, the uh, inside information or what should I say? He's in touch with more black Americans than Martin Luther King Jr.'s son. Uh, no, I'm going to have to say a negative on that one. I, I will agree with you on delusion. that. Uh, and, and what you said, Joe, about, oh, well, many black voters didn't go out to vote for Hillary because they liked me. Well, if they liked you, uh, wouldn't they have gone out to vote for you? I mean, right. that's, <laughs> right. that's what you would assume. <laughs> but I mean, look, I, 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 I like Donald Trump again. Like, I mean, I wish he wasn't the president. You know, uh, I do. I liked him on The Apprentice. He was fun to watch. I, I would get such a kick out of him if he were just commenting on things from the outside looking in because his perspective is so narcissistic and like not within the realm of, of a reality that I guess us normal people can understand. Um, you know, if, if, if your campaign guy... Uh, your campaign manager was in jail and your co-chair had gone to jail and your top advisor just got arrested on a yacht this week, uh, right here off the coast of Connecticut, even uh, yeah, in, in spectacular it. fashion. <laughs> you know, I, I, I guess, Mike, uh, you know, we we've heard a lot about draining the swamp. And it seems as if nearly every single person that Donald Trump brought to Washington has been arrested other than him and his sons. Oh my God, I know. <laughs> like, that's a lot of people. That's and I have to say this, look, you know full well I was not an Obama fan, but you know how many Obama yeah. administration officials got arrested in those eight years? Zero. Goose egg. Zero. A hundred percent none. Zero. Well, if you consider John Durham's investigation and what just happened recently with Kevin Kleinsmith, that number may be about to change. Even though it may be a little too little too late. But yeah. And listen, I'll say this, Mike. Look, and I, you know, if you want to kind of talk about what you're talking about, look, if the Obama administration illegally spied on American citizens, even the Trump campaign or anybody associated with it, or if any FBI agent uh, may have. Uh, uh, been dishonest in in what they were writing down in applications for warrants. Well, then those people yeah. should be should be well, punished. That's, well, that's pretty if, much yeah, that's pretty much what you're talking about. That lawyer, ex FBI attorney, faked uh, documents to uh, show Carter Page was not a source for the government. He, so he lied about that, handed that into the FISA court, and got a warrant to spy on him. That's illegal. So 
Well, I think it's interesting though. Carter Page was already working with the FBI. Right. Well, yeah, he was a good, he was a government source, but Kevin Kleinsmith changed the documentation to show he wasn't, and that's why that's in order to get a surveillance warrant. But did he do it on purpose, or was it a clerical mistake? Uh, I guess we we'll never know because we, we don't can't know. prove intent. We don't know. Ah. But here, here's the thing: the guy's pleading guilty today, which I think more than likely he's getting a plea deal somehow to start singing. You know, kind of flapping his gums and naming names. So uh. I think he might be doing that so great be- by the way happy birthday to sarah dimio um happy birthday who who like me uh she says i too miss the days of when donald trump was just a loudmouth billionaire he was so entertaining then my goodness i think about some of those pivotal moments in tv history with him and flavor Flav. You okay, know? but just because like Bill Cosby is like entertaining doesn't mean that he's like, what's <laughs> oh, up? Like, you know what I'm saying? And make sure you check out uh, Sarah's brand new <laughs> podcast on the CMG network. It's called You Don't Know Jack. It's about Jack Nicholson, yep. and it's awesome reviews. And, all of and happy birthday, Sarah. I want to say that too. Yeah. Um, so here's another gift to her. Uh, she's just <laughs> tuning in. Uh, Trump is paying Stormy Daniels legal fees. Again, you know, Michael Cohen, his, his lawyer, is still in jail mike the fixer <laughs> yes. the guy that's the fixer is in jail i mean like again I, i'm just saying look you know i you know i'm not a donald trump fan if mm-hmm. if president obama had had like a dozen guys in prison as he was looking for re-election yeah come on okay that's insane. It's insane for anybody to look at this administration and think that these guys aren't all crooks. And you could say all politicians are crooks, and I and I wouldn't argue with that. But I'm just saying the numbers that these guys are putting up in the in the history of this country, this is even even for a Republican administration, this is a shocking number of arrests. I know. Even for a Republican I, administration, I'm gonna, I would tend to agree with you, Joe. No argument for me on that. I just like Mike, and like I don't want this to sound any type of way. I just don't, because I know you're gonna vote for Trump again. I just uh, want. Are you sure about that? Hold are on. you really not? He did. Sure He's not a Mike's not. I mean, I like Mike because Mike's not a Trump guy. This is what this is what first drew me to Mike when I first met him. The Yankee shirt was the first thing. The second thing was we were talking uh, and, and uh, you know, I knew he told me he was a, a conservative, uh, you know, right leaning views. I told him I had spent most yeah. of my life believing that until I stopped it. Um, but he's always been quick to, you know, if I when I point out something, down, I mean, look, and, and I'll, I'll be the first too, Mike, when Trump does something good, something I approve of, right. I always do the big clap because I want him to. I want him to exactly. keep doing the good stuff. Uh, you know, it, 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 again, I haven't had a president I wanted in office in a really long time, so I'm mostly just sitting back and criticizing at this point. But if there was a candidate in there that I liked and I voted for and all of his men around him or her were getting arrested, I wouldn't feel good about what I had done, and I wouldn't feel good about my prospects or my party's prospects. And I think that's the other major concern here, Mike. We've talked about how this is not the Republican Party of yesteryear. 
Right. Yeah, because right. I feel like that is like definitely like that's not what I take issue with at all, because I definitely like admire some conservatives and Republicans. And I don't think that the party in general is where the issue lies. I feel like especially right now, like in this day in 2020, it, the problem is Trump. Like, you know, and like his administration and the people that let him get away with what he does and the mindset that he's like kind of pushing on his supporters and stuff, because I think that it is pretty obvious that his diehard supporters lack intelligence. Uh, Eric Farron, <laughs> Eric Farron, who was uh, on with us here last week, said um, he kind of grew up a, 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 a Kennedy Democrat. You know, uh, yeah. which, which which is sort of like Hillary, kind of conservative-ish. But it's different than what it is now. Correct. You know? And he said he found um, the liberal the liberal issues, the liberal cause uh, unrecognizable. And I thought, well, liberalism from the 60s was, was about civil rights and equality. And I mean, not for right. nothing, it's like 60 years later and it's the same problem so if if, the, if the liberals if the liberals are just screaming and, and and being unreasonable they've been doing it for 60 years and uh maybe if things had been done properly uh in 1968 or again during the 70s or the 80s or the 90s or the 10s or right through now uh maybe we we wouldn't have the situation that we have and, you know, it's funny, again, Mike and I were talking about this uh, after the show last week for a little bit. The Republican Party that we grew up in was one where uh, George Bush and Ronald Reagan in 1980 were arguing about whether illegal immigrants should be uh, on a national registry, basically with a card so that they can get uh, protective benefits so that, yeah. uh, that there would be a minimum wage they wouldn't be getting taken advantage mm -hmm. of. And uh, uh, Bush actually pushed Reagan and actually wanted to suggest a dual citizenship for immigrants crossing back and forth uh, and, and sending their money back home. That was the Republican Party that I grew up in. That's what I thought being a conservative was, where you cared more about human beings than about money. And somewhere, so... over the, somewhere in the last 20 years, Victoria, it, it all went wrong as far as I can see. Uh, the, 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 and the worst part is the, the, the Christianity, the whole religious right. You would have thought, in fact, that the party maybe would have gotten more compassionate, more sympathetic, and instead somehow it's gotten worse. And it's like, again, when right. people ask me why I left the Republican Party, I tell them the racism stopped being dog whistles. It got just too blatantly obvious for me, and I had to check out. And, and Donald Trump uh, was the the straw that broke the camel's back. But as I said last week, uh, Mitt Romney uh, and 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 crew that's really who started ramping up the um, the white nationalism, which I think just goes hand in hand with racism. Yeah, for yeah, sure. So. I mean, I don't think that honestly, I don't think that Mitt Romney is anywhere near where Trump is when it comes to racism and stuff. But I completely agree with the fact that empathy in a whole, I feel like has completely left the Republican party. And 
I feel like that's why not even the Republican Party, it is Trump supporters, you know, because I feel like there are so many. I wish it were. Victoria, I wish you were right about that. I wish you were right on that. It's not. The guys that made the Lincoln Project and all them. So what about. There's a handful of people. There's a handful of people like the guys of the Lincoln Project and people like me who were like, no, this guy's too much. Most people are just going to fall in line. Donald Trump got more. Republican support from the party than Hillary did from the Democrats. Yeah. He got 93%. She got 91%. So his party proved to be more loyal, despite the fact that you had people like Paul Ryan posturing after grabbing by the pussy. I don't know who I'm going to vote for. Oh, sure, leader of the Republican Party. I'm sure you're going to vote for Jill Stein. Give me a break. (laughs) You know, look. If you want to go out there and you want to defend the guy or chastise the guy and try to put him in his place, that's one thing. To go out there and suggest you're not going to vote for your party's candidate, the party that you lead, I mean, come on. These guys couldn't be any less sincere. But fact of the matter is, Victoria, is most Republicans now, by and large, have fallen in line because the worst thing that could ever happen is Sleepy Joe, the creepy pedo, could become president. Right, again, Victoria... They're completely ignoring the incompetent, disgusting rapist who's currently living in the White House. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how I don't know how anybody could have again, unless you're so unbelievably bipartisan, if you're sitting in the middle, Mike, and I think you're just looking at this thing objectively, I don't love Joe Biden, but Donald Trump is is the is much worse and i will say this right. too as far as you know liberals who were like oh trump's gonna destroy this country it's been even worse it's kind of been worse but let's be honest we're still alive you know mind you we're still you, alive but like i just feel like the problem is it's taking so it's now taking mind you so were living through a pandemic too but the yes. pandemic's not his fault but imagine it okay so hear me out four years of trump's america and it is taking this much effort it is taking this much to pull us out of it right and like we have this much division do we really need another four years of that like think of eight years of trump's america how long it's gonna take to pull us out of it and get us back to where we need to be like that is the issue and i like really realized that the other night when i was watching the democratic convention because i was just like okay i feel like for the first time it's like really really hitting me how long it's gonna take us to recover from this even if joe wins but like if he doesn't like I just might move to Canada. Michael, let me ask you something. No one's moving. No one's moving anywhere. Look, Donald Trump's been a bad president. And and as a registered Republican uh, and as a never-Trumper, so everyone knows exactly my stance, you know, he's never. one of the worst. Um, I've never seen—and here's why I, I, I like Obama afterwards, okay? I never felt like Obama was against me. I never felt like as as a straight white Republican man that a President Barack Obama was coming after me or, or had it in for it. It's never felt that way. I didn't like him. I didn't like his policies. I didn't like a lot of the things. Uh, I thought his foreign policy was one of the weakest we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, right. I'm surprised that uh, election interference is the worst thing that happened. Uh, I'm surprised nobody took a shot at us uh, the way he was weak on on uh, on his foreign policy. As far as domestically, I mean, the, the guy aced it. 
uh, and, and did it with no support from Republicans who, by that point, 2010, decided that compromise was a dirty word, digging their heels in and then never compromise again. And I think, unfortunately, for the Republicans and for Mitch McConnell, uh, who, who's been in office for 30 years, I liked that guy for about 25 of them. Uh, and now I find him to be as as villainous as uh, as uh, Steve Mnuchin uh, or or any of those Steve Miller, any of those creepers that are that are hanging out in the White House. And I'm offended that the president brings in these kinds of people that that we know that there's at, at least two white supremacists who have worked in the White House. I mean, he what's does the it on message? Purpose. I know he does. Of course it on he does. Here's the thing. <laughs> And I, and I think Mike will agree with me on this. Donald Trump's not a stupid person. True. I don't believe he's stupid. I, I everything Donald Trump is, be, everything Donald Trump, I think when you're just trying to get into a cash conversation with the guy, he'll show you how little he knows, but he's a very strategic guy. He's a real marketer. Mm -hmm. He understands marketing. He understands how it works. Okay. Right. There's nothing he says or does by accident. And that goes right down to Steve Bannon and Steve Miller and, and people like that working in the White House. It means a lot. We talked about the idea of having Carter Page and Paul Manafort and Roger Stone on your campaign team was a signal to Russia and others Absolutely. that were down the play. Uh, and and if, if you think bringing Steve Miller and Steve Bannon into the White House wasn't the president's way, again, of dog whistling to those groups— uh, who have been very active during his administration, as you know. Uh, and Mike, you've seen the tweets from 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 some of those people, uh, whether it be uh, David Duke or, or Richard Spencer thanking the president for his support uh, when he called them, you know, fine people or whatever the whatever the idiotic statement of that day was. You yeah. know, those things are not mistakes by Donald Trump. And we both, we all, all three of us, I like to think, and I think everyone watching knows that when Donald Trump says or does something, it's with every intent that you assume it is. And the beauty of it is all you hear on the right constantly, well, you can't prove intent, you just, you just you never know. I can't, I can't take A and B and draw a line and make that conclusion because I just don't know. I think that that's so ignorant and it makes me so sad to look at my fellow Republicans and be like, guys, come on, we're so much smarter than this. We were supposed to be the better party, the smarter party, the more compassionate party, and we're failing on every single level. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I just feel like he just continues to prove every day his lack of intelligence. But the thing is, his diehard supporters don't catch those discrepancies. They don't catch when he does things that are wrong. Like when he calls those people fine people, they don't know who they are. I feel like that's why he has such a diehard fan base. You know what I mean? Because I feel like the people who support him don't actually know what they're supporting. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, I know. I know. And to I mean, I, I, to a certain extent, because obviously could, some do, um, but. I could, I could say something, but I'm going to leave it for the time being. Actually, you guys are going to have to wait. As, oh, as to why I believe, if I, well, <laughs> as to why I believe is, you know, that uh, despite what the polls are saying, Trump is doing far better than what they're telling you. I have a reason for that. And I'm going to bide my time a little bit before I say anything to anyone. So it's like a show teaser. You know what I mean? I love it. I love, I love it. it too. You, you'll find I, out. You'll find I'll, out. Should we tune in next Sunday at three, Mike? Not next Sunday. 
You're gonna have to wait. But should we anyway for maybe another another team? Maybe you could give us a clue. I've alluded yeah. to to this on the show in the past. If you guys have been paying attention, if people have watching have been paying attention, I have alluded to it. Uh, but I'm gonna de- be like a. Mm, if it has something no. to do with Hillary, no. He did, he Although she still, she still <laughs> gonna she run. Is. I still think she's gonna run. I. I the only way so. she's gonna run is if. Well, I'm not even gonna say how it would happen because it would be a horrible national tragedy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Hillary's gone, and 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 I say good riddance. And I'll tell you what, Mike. Well, why, if that's I'll tell you what, yes. honestly, dude. If in the next like year or so, if she ends up in prison with with uh, with her husband and with Obama and the Trumps. I'm fine with it. I really don't care. Uh, that wouldn't bother me in any way, shape, or form. I'll be honest. I don't care about any of these people. I haven't cared about a president in, in many, many years, and I refuse to do so. I think that the person who ends up in the Oval Office is the best bullshitter of the group. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. You're going to say and do things you don't mean. You know, uh, Hillary, Hillary explained it. You know, there's your public persona. And there's your private persona, and they all have it. And anybody who looks at the president like they're a hero, sorry, but FDR is dead, and we're never getting another one of those again. True. Um, just also, if you're wondering what I'm talking about here, if anyone guesses it, by the way, I'm not going to tell you whether you're right or wrong. So, but I will give you another. <laughs> I will. I will give you. I will give you another hint. I will give you another hint. Victoria herself alluded to it in this particular show. Loves it. Upset. Rewind the tapes. You're going to have to go back and watch. <laughs> You're going to have to watch this show back. back. And even, like I said, even if you guess it, whether it be you guys or anyone watching, I'm not going to tell you. This is what's called a show teaser. I will announce it <laughs> okay. soon. But I have a reason why I think he's doing better than the polls are saying and why I think he's going to go for a second term. Well, you just, if, you just have to wait. If you want to know why Mike thinks that, you better join us next week and the week after that. And honestly, you might have to join us next month because we we might yes. not know until then. You might we might not know until November what's going on. So if you wanna if you wanna if you wanna know that, join us on Facebook, Divided We Stand News. We also invite you to like our page and join the conversation. Visit us at clovercrossmedia.com/slash Divided We Stand. Subscribe, leave us a review. We're also on YouTube now. You just type in Divided We Stand, right, and then we come right what up. up? YouTube, yeah, just YouTube? Uh, type in, uh, yeah, nice. uh, you can visit the Clovercrest Media, Clovercrest Media uh, YouTube page uh, uh, to, to see the, the live video. So we're a little bit video. more accessible. We're also on iTunes too. So mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. We get around. We, we do don't swing around. as much as Mike does, but uh, we get around. We do go around. <laughs> for Mike Gadiosi, Joe Aguirre, and me, Victoria Lang, thanks for joining us on Divided We Stand. Hey.